Week 9 is upon us. So naturally, we are pretty much at the halfway point of the season at this point. So we should go back and do some hard truths and, and look at some of the surprises we've seen so far. Obviously, things aren't going to finish now. Like, or, or they won't finish like they do now. Wow, I couldn't get that oh, out. There you, but you know what I'm yeah, trying to say. Right, right, People, at the end sure. of the season, things are not going to look the way they do now. However, it is interesting. There are a lot of interesting caveats in these production rankings, especially. So let's look at that, and then we'll go through preview week nine. Talk some football. I'm Avery Huffman. Nathan is here with me. And so mm. is Sam. Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly. He's with me. And we're talking about football. Fantasy football. Dynasty fantasy football. If you haven't already, make sure you rate the pod. Make sure you give it a five-star rating. Uh, it really helps us out. Appreciate all you guys listening. And I just was looking through some of this stuff. So, so we were talking a little bit off mic. And we noticed that Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback 20 right now in points per game. That's a hard truth. That is a hard truth. So, first of all, why? Travis Etienne. I mean, that's got to be the main answer for me. Travis Etienne is getting all of those touchdowns in the in the red zone. Okay, but admittedly, like, do you think Trevor Lawrence has looked like a top 12 quarterback in the NFL this year? No. I know some people would uh, say different, but for one who's watched a a lot of Jack's football this year, I think he has a lot of really good plays. In, in games, and I think he makes a lot of really bad plays in, in the game as well. In other words, I'm saying he's inconsistent. And um, not only bad bad plays and bad decisions, but like I, I've straight up seen him misreads. And um, is this always his fault? Not necessarily. I, I would attribute it to some of it being that he's not on the same page with Calvin Ridley and the... Um, go there next and everything in general i mean talk about another hard truth uh hard truth we were right about calvin ridley uh hard not even truth that we were right like hard truth calvin ridley does not look like he did two years ago since shocker it's hard to come back and do the same thing that you did two years ago when you haven't played football for hard, two years. hard truth Calvin Ridley is the is ranked 45th among wide receivers in points per game this year. 45th, Nathan. Mm. This is after Calvin Ridley was being drafted as high as the second round in basketball drafts. And we sat there, and we told you, and we told Simon, honestly. Were, were we the only ones, like, legitimately in the fantasy space on, on YouTube that was, was, like, not a fan of Ridley's price? I think people were scared to do it because he was so popular. That's the difference. That's the difference. I mean, honestly, like for as as bad as we are at certain things, we are not scared yeah. to go against go against the grain. And yeah. it was definitely against the grain to say that Calvin Ridley was not going to be. I mean, was going to be see, severely underwhelming. He was. He's a bust at that price. Calvin Ridley's a bust. Mm-hmm. Now again, Calvin Ridley could have a great second half of the season and end up as a wide receiver yeah. too. We understand that. Yeah. But so far, it looks like we were right. Yeah, and I'm trying to I'm pulling up some of his efficiency metrics here just cuz I'm curious. I mean, how bad is this really? Is this kind of just the fact that he's getting implemented into a new offense? Because for you and I, like we said this time and time and time again, this is not against Calvin Ridley the player or the talent. We love Calvin. It's Ridley. not against his talent. Like, it, it's not against his it talent. Is, I mean, I would say it is against the player when you're when you're considering the player encompasses yeah. all of the yeah. situation and the age and the fact that he hasn't played in two years. Yes. Like, but that was the point. At the end of the day, it was because of that, not his talent. We knew that he was going into a great situation. We knew all of that. But how realistic was it of us to expect that he would just come 
right out guns a blazing. And it, it looked like he was going to in week one, but he tore up the Colts secondary. So when you're looking at his target rate and target share at 21%, he was 40th, 46th right now through eight weeks of play. Yeah. Through through eight games of, of play. That's and that's with a hundred percent route participation. So I mean he's running every route in that offense. Yeah. He um, is um getting every opportunity possible. He's sixteenth in routes run. And his target rate is just not demonstrating that. That's pretty crazy, actually. Hard truth. Uh there is there is no there is no universe where Jamar Chase should have been the consensus one or two this year. No. Who who were I know this for a fact. Who were the only people that said that? It was definitely. I mean, it was definitely us. We were the only and this people. isn't me like patting ourselves on the back because even I would have had him at third. He's not even deserving of that. So I was no. wrong about that. Oh yeah, yeah. We everyone was wrong about Chase. We weren't even that right because we just said we preferred CMC over Chase. Uh, let's look. Jamar Chase in his first season was the wide receiver five. This year he's the wide receiver five. Is Jamar Chase really going to be the number one over? or number one overall or number two overall wide receiver in points per game. It was long as you have Tyree kill no, and, no a- and AJ Brown no and, and Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson. No way. No, no, he's not. Tyree kill should have been the second overall pick him or Christian McCaffrey. Yep. It, we're, it, we're just stupid sometimes as a community. I, I just, including myself, like I don't even know why I, I picked, I mean, I picked Jamar chase yeah. in one of my four redraft leagues. Like, yeah. And part of me was like, I mean, how much did the dynasty community kind of bleed into Jamar Chase's price in fantasy? You're but the, right. the market right. isn't, I don't know if the market's big enough for that really to bleed into his fantasy price, but maybe it did. Maybe it did. Because in hindsight, again, again hindsight's always twenty twenty. but like, why did I buy that? It's true. I don't know why I bought that. Why I bought that he should be consensus top three. Like I, I would have, if you asked me, if you asked me going into the year, like, do, would I prefer Tyreek Hill or Jamar Chase? I probably would have said Jamar Chase. <laughs> we knew better, though. Yeah. I, I, I drafted a lot more Tyreek Hill than I did Jamar Chase, and part of it was because of where my draft spot was. Yeah. Hard truth. Tony I had Pollard. So much Jeff, because I always was one-on-one. I know. You're lucky, but I mean. I Not anymore. I'm, I'm unlucky now. Yeah. Hard truth. Tony Pollard is the running back 16 in points per game this year. That's 16. That's not hmm. a running back one. Hmm. This is a guy that was being drafted, I mean, almost at the one-two turn near the near the beginning of the season. And we did an extensive amount of research. Extensive. Saying, yeah, look, Tony Pollard, there's a good chance he doesn't produce. I mean, people were saying he was a lock to be a top five back. A, a lock. lock. Be, and that was our problem. We are we basically got to a point where we were like, the, the price that Tony Pollard's going, because he eventually went up to RB5 pretty consistently, going as high as RB4. And... Um, it was because people expected his ceiling to legitimately be running back one overall. Obviously, we're halfway through the season. The turns could table, and he could go out of his true. mind for the rest of the year. He absolutely could. But to date, um, it's it's held true that his ceiling is really a low-end running back one, high-end running back two. And, and he's a good running back. He really is. Hard truth. But at price, it, it hasn't uh, delivered yet. Najee Harris is the running back 39 in points per game. And this was a guy we were screaming for people to draft. Yikes. This is, tough. this is bad, man. Yeah. This was a bad one. I honestly couldn't see this. I thought they'd get him involved in the passing game like they did. Mm-hmm. Hard truth. Damian Pierce is 43rd in points per game. 40. He's averaging eight points per game. We liked his price as well. We did. Uh, suck. Also, Frick. one of the hardest truths. 
a guy that we really uh, stood up for. Miles Sanders is the running back 44 in points per game, 7.4 points per game, three yards per carry even. Granted, his receiving usage went up, but uh, Frank Reich just announced today that Chuba Hubbard is the lead back there. I saw that. That I mean, sucks, a, 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 essentially dude. at this point, halfway through the season already, the the money that they invested in Miles Sanders is sunk cost. Like, I think he's That's done. Wild. I think he's done. That's freaking wild to think about. Yeah, especially with how many like dynasty shares I bought of him. Yeah. Speaking of dynasty, you know, I was I got up in the middle of the night and ate some chocolate, and I <laughs> sat down and was looking at. I was like, you know what? I think I remember my top rostered quarterback being somebody that's really good right now. I went and looked at my top rostered quarterbacks in all my dynasty leagues. First is Zach Wilson, of course, because I bought him everywhere once he was free. Will Levis is second. Nice. I drafted so much Will Levis because his price was so good. And Will Levis, how do you feel about Will Levis now that you've watched him? Obviously, he was a little back to earth with the Pittsburgh game. Which I expected. Like I, it's I legitimately, a I legitimately expect. Well, Pittsburgh's defense uh, isn't. Well, their run defense isn't very good. Their secondary is better. Um, I expected him to fall back. I, I, I did. I think once he gets to the end of the year, I mean, there's nowhere to go for him but up from a value perspective True. because they're not going to be in the position to draft a quarterback, and Tannehill's gone. True. And. There's going to be a lot of people that break down Levis's film, and they're going to say some of these throws he's making are elite level, Justin Herbert caliber, Aaron Rodgers caliber, like that type of arm strength. And I'd say, yeah, you're right. He does have those flashes. There's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL historically that have had really great arm talent and, and done things like that as well. Am I optimistic about Will Levis's long-term dynasty value from here on out? Do I think he'll be a successful quarterback in the NFL? I'd probably still lean... No, I, I think at best he could ultimately end up being like a sort of a game manager with a good arm. Yeah, and I, um, <clears throat> I mean, but but the, I mean, from 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 dynasty fantasy football and, and the value that you're getting from him, the the positive value, I, I think it's got to be through the roof. So do I sell? No, I wouldn't sell. Him, no. OK, All right. yeah, that's my ultimate take. I would say hold him. Until we get, I mean, we know how much things change in the offseason. And the best thing about the offseason is that the market purely dictates the value of a player, nothing that they do or don't do, because they don't do anything in the offseason. So, like that sweet spot from really January to uh, the trade deadline, March, is like yeah. a perfect time to really reevaluate what you want to do with Will Levis because we don't know what they're going to do in free agency. We don't know what they're going to do with the trade deadline. We don't know who they're going to draft in April. So, like, there's there's not really any moving pieces in that time. You know what I want to talk to you about? Mike Vrabel's kind of an idiot. Why has he been rolling with Tannehill? He looked like he wanted to literally die. kill himself like he wanted yesterday. To die. I don't know why. He hates him. <clears throat> he hates him. Mike Vrabel, we've always respected him as a coach. We've always not liked him because he's, you know, coaching one of our least favorite teams. But now I think he's kind of an idiot. Why would he why would he really stick to Tannehill? You think they let Tannehill start when he comes back? I don't think with what Levis is with what Levis has done, I don't think they'll be able to keep that locker room and keep that fan base if they let Tannehill play again. I'm serious, man. I think their hands are tied at this be, point. I think if he puts Daniel back in, he should be fired. <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. That is they're not firing. That right. is criminal, dude. <clears throat> their not. offense is so much more dynamic yeah. with Will Levis. Tannehill is done. He is done compared even compared to Levis. Levis yeah. is not good. Yeah, no, Tannehill's done. Yeah. 
Why, I mean, I just don't um, understand. Why Why would they have not started him? There, there is no good answer. I, I go back and forth between, like, how much of this do I want to blame on Vrabel and how much do I want to blame on their GM? Um, the GM drafted they, Levis. They, well, they, yeah, their new GM drafted Levis. Yeah. Um, their former GM drafted a lot of guys that, that didn't pan out, and he obviously infamously traded away A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks, which at the time we defended, um, <clears throat> and now we look stupid for it. Because Traylon Burks at this point is, uh, we always used to label Mike Williams as the man made of glass at the wide receiver position. It is absolutely not him. It is Traylon Burks. Yep. I do not um, label this. I, I do not put this label on a player lightly, like a lot of people on Twitter like to. Like anytime a player gets injured, one time they say they're injury prone. Traylon Burks is injury prone. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, I, I'm uh, at this point. I'm cutting my losses, man. Of the shares that I have for Traylon Burks, so how many shares of him him? do you have? No, I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm, <clears throat> I'm taking my, I'm taking the losses, admitting them with Traylon Burks. I'm stuck with them if I can get rid of them for really any sort of value in dynasty fantasy football, like a second. I I'll think see, I'm I'll see rid what of I them. have. Okay, let's see, because I know I have a lot of them. I, I know he's one of my most owned. Yeah, I well, it's despicable. What, what really sucked for me is I don't think I own a ton of Traylon Burks, but where I do own him are in rebuilds where I was really betting on him to to increase the overall value of my team and my I have roster. Five shares of Traylon Burks in Dynasty. I hate everything, dude. Holy crap! Five shares—that's a twenty percent roster ship for you, or 20, 30 thirty percent. Yeah. Let me let me see how many <sighs> shares I have of him. Holy crap, man! That you're hurting. That sucks, man. I've got him in good. I only have him in two leagues. I've got him in a best ball league, and I've got him uh, a best ball dynasty league, and then I've got him in uh, dynasty league one. So that's twenty percent for you, though, right? Um, that is. You're yeah. right. So twenty yeah, percent. So still not as bad as it's unfortunate, but really only only one rebuild where I was like hoping that he would turn out for me to to get some good value there yeah. on my roster because I'm very depleted in that league. Let's take a minute and preview um preview, not preview. Let's preview week nine now. We went through we went through let's not hard. go through every game. Let's let's preview our favorite matchups. Like what what we're looking forward to the most. Maybe some uh you know high fantasy upside ones. All right. And uh, some ones that we're looking for, you know, maybe some sneaky dubs for some teams. Some sneaky dubs. Some sneaky I like stuff, it. yeah. All right. Well, I'll pick the first game then, and I'm going to take – now there's really two games here I could pick. I'm going to do Dolphins-Chiefs because I like Dolphins. Of course. Um, they're, you, they're, they're playing at 930 yeah. in, in Germany. Do you think the Chiefs um, make it tough for Tyreek, or do you think he destroys them? He's going he's gonna to blaze them? Kill them. Well, they're playing where? Oh, they're playing in Germany. That's right. I just Correct. said that. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to kill him. I think he torches him. He's not guardable. Belichick was the only one that stood a chance against him. Yeah. They did pretty good. And Christian Gonzalez played well in that game. But he'll probably Case torch him. point why Belichick is not washed. He's the only one that's been able to slow down Tyreek this year. That's true. They're both 6-2. and two. I honestly think the Dolphins might win this game. Hmm. Everyone wants the Dolphins to win. I'm actually surprised that the Chiefs are favored by a game and a half or by, by a point and a half because I, I would really think that I would assume a lot of the money is on the Dolphins. 
just because of the way the market is with the Dolphins this year. Probably. Like everyone loves the Dolphins. So that just makes me want to go with the Chiefs. I know Raheem Mostert is fully healthy now, so that's good. That's, and that does HN come back the week after this one? I think he does. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Very interesting. But their secondary is buns, and if they got healthy Waddle and healthy Tyreek, I think they could just shred them. Yeah. And then the running backs are so good. It's it's. That being said, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I would expect Mahomes and Kelsey to go nuts. Right. So uh, I think one interesting game, one it could be really interesting, if Kyler starts and Deshaun has already been declared to start, Deshaun's starting this week for Cleveland. It's Cleveland and, and the Cardinals this week. I, for one, think, I mean, if if they're not starting Kyler by next week, they have to put him on IR. So the, I, I think they're starting him this week, the Cardinals Interesting, are. okay. Right, um, right. It's been between Clayton Toon and Kyler Murray. They don't really know yet. They haven't declared anything, but I don't know why they wouldn't start Kyler. But that could be a potential game where a lot of people, a lot of eyes are on that game because you want to see, hey, is Deshaun Watson really going to be back fully healthy? Is there any sign of life for him since, you know, he's stuck in Cleveland for the right. next four years? And then everyone is going to want to see Kyler Murray. That's true. That's true. That will be interesting. I need him. I have a league I don't have any quarterbacks in this week, so I need him. Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson is also playing in that game. He is for sure playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. he's, he's Although going. he's been terrible, so it, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, is it really better than P.J. Walker? <laughs> Probably not much. Not by much, but he's also now two weeks removed from that Colts game where he looked abysmal, so maybe his shoulder is a little bit better. So We do get the DeMar Hamlin Bowl, Sunday Night Football. Hey! Bills Bengals at Cincinnati again. So it's interesting that they gave him that matchup in Cincinnati again, but they did. That'll be cool. That'll be fun, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's obviously going to be a high-scoring game and probably a pretty good one. That's a good Sunday night game right there. I'm excited for that one. Uh, I think it will be a shootout. I think the quarterbacks will both play well in that game, so I think the receivers will naturally benefit. Um, Man, that's a great evening game. It is such a good game. I have a feeling the Bengals are going to crush them. Why are the Chargers on primetime? Again, I don't like that. They make me watch that team. It's awful. They have, like, no fans, so the media, mainstream media, just wants to, like, help them get fans so they just get all these primetime games because like Dude. anytime they're at SoFi, there's more fans of the opposing teams than them. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Uh, we have some good games this week. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, the Hawks and Ravens. That's going to be such a good game. I'm really excited about that game. Very excited. Like I, I may watch Baltimore of the one o'clock games. Just watch that one. I, I'll probably watch that one outright. I think I would too. Because I mean, other than that, you got the Bucks, Houston. Maybe you can watch a little Stroud, but Bears, Saints, no thanks. Communist no. Patriots, no thanks. No. Rams, Packers, no thanks. So there's some stinky matchups, but there's yeah. some good ones. Yeah. Another one in the 425 window is Cowboys Eagles. That will be. That's going to be such a good game. I think that game is going to be very defining for the rest of the season um, outlook for both of those teams. I think you might be right. Um, I agree with that. Can the the biggest question obviously for the Cowboys is can they look good against great teams not just great against okay teams right um that's the biggest question they have to answer do i think they can do it yeah i think they will and i think there's going to be a lot of hype around them if they can pull one uh against the eagles have you um have you watched like in depth some of these eagles games the last few weeks no have you watched hurts after each play no he's like legitimately hurt he's like grimacing after every single play that yeah, I know, but he's okay. But he's like actually grimacing after each play, and he's almost limping. What's is he on the injury report? 
Uh, he has not been. What's his deal then? I oh, he's got a knee injury, but he says he's been making progress. They've been really hush about it. I looked up. They his say he's su- making progress. Uh, his symptoms and it it says that it might be network connectivity <laughs> issues. <laughs> that's funny. Parks and Rec, baby. Nice. Yeah, so that's just something to keep an eye on. I, I don't <laughs> think that'll really uh, be much for this game. But, I mean, our, our off-season, early-season predictions were that the Cowboys were going to, you know, keep this streak going in the NFC least and uh, not allow a consecutive division champion. So I think the Cowboys will, will snag it at the end of the year this year. And this will be a big part of that. So I mean, I was going to say, if they lose this game, I'd probably bet against it. Because I it mean, would, yeah, you'd have to. Gives them a tiebreaker, too. Right, like, right you'd yeah. have to. Um but I'm optimistic, man. I, I'm <laughs> when it when it's a streak that's lasted for 17, 18 years, it's it's a streak that I start to believe in <laughs> as like continuing. So True. I and, and the Cowboys are a good team in their own right. So. You know what game I'm excited for? Joe. Giants Raiders. Like actually, no. because oh, okay. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell I mean, I, I was going to be a little. Yeah, I, I was going to be a little. I'm actually going to yeah, be optimistic with that game because Daniel Jones is back. He's the first time he's been fully healthy and Saquon Barkley since I think week two. True. And that was our best game of the season. Where True. They looked bad the first half. They looked solid the second half. Um, had to come back and beat the Cardinals. But on the other side of the ball too, I'm, I'm really hopeful for, for that offense specifically with Josh Jacobs. And Devontae Adams, like, can they get something going now that McDaniels isn't the head coach? Are we blaming too much on McDaniels? Are we giving too much benefit of the doubt to the interim head coach? Maybe we are, but I mean, hey, let's be <laughs> optimistic here. Like, I'm curious to see if they have a little bit of sign of life. This is interesting. Vegas is favored by two points. That, because of how bad the Giants are. Like, that absolutely is attributed to that. I think that line will move, though, now that uh, Daniel Jones is coming back healthy. Because he was, I mean, highly questionable, and then they said he's a full go, I think. Did they say that today or yesterday? I don't remember. Thursday or Friday. I know I need him in a lot of my leagues, so. Super, yeah, I, super I, I he really came at the most opportune time because I, I own him. I think um, the only leagues where I own Kirk Cousins are leagues where I also own Daniel Jones. So he's coming back at the perfect time. I also own Kyler Murray in a lot of those leagues. Like yeah. Jones and Murray, that kind of uh, grouping. So he's coming back at the perfect time because losing Cousins was a massive knock. Cousins, yeah. by the way, his production before he went down. He, he was having a very, very good season. Yeah. Like, uh, like really like good. Top six. I, I know he was QB six on the year. From a points per game perspective, he's QB seven, 19 points per game. Yeah, it, it really does suck for them and their weapons. Because, I mean, Jordan Addison's like the wide receiver 13 right now. Yep. In his career, starting, um, fully starting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons, he's been a QB1, a top 12 quarterback from a points per game perspective for seven of those nine times. Yeah, agree. He is, um, in hindsight, for as much as he goes at a discount pretty much every single year in fantasy and as much hate as he gets, and as much as we accuse him of being a yellow quarterback, he still has consistently finished no, as a top 12 QB. He was actually so. like kind of a green quarterback here recently. He's not like yeah. Derek Carr anymore. Well, he's, anymore, he's, even even before this year, though, even before anymore, he, uh, he, um, uh, was, he was pretty yellow. He's gotten better. As, I mean, he really has gotten better. Really has. This wasn't even his best year, though, producing. His best year was 2016 
nineteen point five points. That was when he was or twenty twenty was twenty points per game. Yeah. Still. I mean eighteen, nineteen, eighteen, twenty, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. That's seven seasons of of the last nine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's it's pretty nice. Especially for a guy that has no rushing. How old is he now? He's thirty four. Yeah, he's getting old there. Or is he? Uh, he's 35. Oh, jeez. 35. Uh, Aaron Jones is fully healthy, and Matt LaFleur says he's going to completely unleash him this week. So maybe we'll actually get some Aaron Jones production this Let's week. Let's go. That would be nice. About time, man. He's he's, he's like, cost a lot of people leagues. He's cost me a lot of uh, production. Yep. Yep. Who's your favorite for MVP so far throughout like the halfway point? Good question. Um, if MVP was measured correctly, it would be Tyreek Hill, but I'm not putting my money on that because you I don't think, give MVP I th- I to wide right receivers. right now it would have to be Tyreek Hill. Which quarterback are you taking? Lamar. Lamar would be my bet. No. Dude, Lamar has been... Mm. Don't look at stats. No, I'm not looking have at stats. Have you watched the games? I'm going to look at public perception. He has been unbelievable. Absolutely Unbelievable. Like the the quality of throws. I don't know. Being the flashy type, doesn't make you unbelievable he, as a he's, player. He's not flashy though. He's been consistently like the reason that they win games. To, yeah, I know. To answer your question, he's looked really good, and I have watched their games. He's really the Ravens have been really fun to watch. Actually. I would I would put my money on him because I think he's been the most consistent, like game changing guy who hasn't made consistent mistakes because Josh Allen has been too inconsistent. Uh, Burrow, obviously, for the first month of the season was struggling with that injury. Maybe maybe he can make a run, but I don't think it'll be enough for him to surpass Lamar. Mahomes has been fine. I mean, really, you, you should rename the MVP award the Mahomes award because he really deserves it every year. But um, when you're being realistic, I'm going with Lamar. I wish it were Tyreek Hill, though. Because of all the years for a wide receiver to win MVP, it should be this year. I, I don't think you can give the MVP to somebody who's 14th in passing yards and 16th in passing touchdowns. Y- you're reading stats. That's what uh, I'm Stats matter you. when they when they do the... That, why do you think Patrick Mahomes always wins it? He's always statistically the best quarterback. <laughs> but statistically, like Aaron Rodgers, the second year he won MVP two years ago, he was not statistically the best quarterback. Like he was, he was good, but remember how it wasn't even comparable to what he did the year before and he still won MVP? Yeah, sometimes it's just... Now, a, fair, it was a down year for QBs, but it's a down year for QBs this year too. What year was that? Let's look at that. Um, it was 2021. 20, yeah. He won during the COVID year. I think, yeah, right? compare it to 2020. So well, even just, comp- I want to compare it to Lamar's season this year to see see how underwhelming it is. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, double check that it was 2021. Because who? Because Patrick Mahomes won it last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2021. All right. Yep. He was 10th in passing yards and 4th in passing touchdowns. So yeah, uh, even that, even if Lamar was that, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense to me. But... In the year before, but what what element does Lamar have that Rodgers doesn't? I know. Is it enough to give him the MVP? I mean, I would give two of the MVP over. I gave Lamar the MVP right now. <laughs> why is Tua doing what he does? And what is Tua doing? Yeah, but it doesn't. But it doesn't what matter. is Tua do when why, he's under why pressure? Why is Tyreek doing what he does? Like you, you can you could use that. Well, Tyreek did what he did with Mahomes, just like he Tua Tagovailoa. Tua. It has twenty four hundred passing yards, first in the league, and he has eighteen passing touchdowns, first in the league. He's first in touchdowns and in yards. They are six and two. He's been, I mean, he's been really good this year. He, um, I don't, can you look up his, 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 his splits between like when he's under pressure versus when he's not? I, ha- I think they have a stat for that. Let me do this fifth in accuracy rating, ninth in true completion percentage, third in deep ball completion percentage, 
Yeah, but S- seventh in pressured completion right. percentage. But what about when he's under pressure? Fourth or sorry, seventh in pressured completion percentage. Seventh. Fourth in play action completion percentage, ninth in red zone completion percentage, ninth in clean pocket. So he's actually better under pressure than he is with clean pocket. I think you'll get a lot of um, I think you'll get a lot of media votes for Tua to win MVP pretty consistently, but I don't think you'll ever get consistent MVP voters like the people that actually count to vote MVP for Tua to win to, for Tua to win while Tyreek. I'm just saying. There. I'm just saying if the, if the I don't season, think Tua has a chance to win the MVP until Tyreek. If, Tyreke it, if is it really done. is a quarterback award, they give it to Tua. I, I'm just saying. I think. I think so you're has, looking at stats, though, is what I'm saying. If if the MVP award was given to the best statistical quarterback in the NFL, you're correct. But it's not every single year. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I Pey- Peyton Manning in '09 had 33 passing touchdowns, and he won MVP. But also, I don't. Like, th- I don't think Lamar's necessarily been the best looking quarterback either. Like, so I would. I would say the other way. I, I think. think he has. I think two has looked just as good. He's looked better from a I passing think Lamar's perspective. Better. From a passing standpoint, no. As a as an overall NFL quarterback, I mean, if you're t- again, if you're talking numbers, you're you're talking numbers. But how many of those numbers come from giving it to Tyree Kill, throwing it ten yards downfield, and then him getting fifty? Well, true. how many times does it come from play extension? How many times does it come from clutch times in the game where it's you know a critical third down or a that's kind of critical a- time in the game? But but that is that is what most valuable player should be, at least in my opinion, voted upon. And I don't think every single person that is in charge of voting MVP is really basing it off of just the statistics. Right, yeah, stats are important, sure. Let's look at the NFL MVP odds. Let's see who let's see let's see what this says. The right now, this is freaking what? Patrick Mahomes is the favorite at three hundred. Jalen Hurts is second. Two was third. Lamar's fourth. Tyreek Hill's not even on here. They, they even, right, which is ridiculous. Like Tyreek, I think Tyreek should be the because, MVP this season. I think he should too, but he they just won't give it to a non-quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna look at any more. So any more. And Tyreek is, but okay, but tell me why? Why do you think Tyreek Hill is should be considered MVP this season? Because he's been the best football player. Period. What about his stats though? Shouldn't it be because of his stats? No, 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 not because of stats. It's because it's because when you put him on the field versus when he's not on the field, he completely changes the game. If yeah. you took him off the field, what are the Dolphins? They're a good football team, but they're they're not nearly as explosive. They're not nearly the same caliber team or even roster as a whole without Tyreek Hill. Like he completely flips everyone's game plan upside down. To be fair, if you have just Tua, what is he? He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's not an MVP. To be fair, the Dolphins were significantly worse when he got hurt last year. Significantly. And Tyreek Tyre- was still pretty good. Tyreek took a huge fall off in the last half of the season last year. Because remember, from, he, was, from a production, he was on pace. From, from a production standpoint, yes. but he was still as effective of a threat. But you also have to, they are separate things, but you have to keep in mind, they do feed each other. Like, yeah, the well, best a- looking. Every, I, I mean, that's the reality of a wide receiver. A quarterback passes to the wide receiver. No, no, no. I mean, I'm talking about production, they help each other. production and how they look. The the best looking players are at least going to produce at a top ten level probably, yeah. So I don't think they're completely. Which is why I mean you'd never give the MVP to you, you could Chris s- you could but it's not like Tua is just getting these stats and he's not worthy of being in the MVP discussion. Like he 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 doesn't just Tyreek doesn't do that for a quarterback and that's it. Like Tua has played well. Tua has, yeah no he's been great. Tua which has, is why Tua he has been very. Which good. is why we thought he was a great value in Dynasty this year because he is a good quarterback. And you could say the same thing about Lamar Jackson. 
But I think the difference is again who's who's complete who outside of him is changing the game and changing the outlook of the team outside of him. I mean, and the other thing is Mark Andrews hasn't really been himself. To be He's fair, I mean the Ravens have consistently in the last couple of years brought in backup quarterbacks and won games. They didn't make the playoffs. No, but they've won. I'm saying they they've won games. It's not like it's not like Peyton sure, Manning. Sure, but where are, they, leave are, two, are they are are they um, as dominant or as good or as Super Bowl contenders as the Ravens are right now because of Lamar? No, obviously, obviously Lamar is the, a better option than any other backup. But but using the argument that if you take two away, that it I mean it's the same thing with it's the same thing with Lamar. Like if somebody could come in and that Ravens team would still be good. They've got a lot of talent and they've got very good coaching. Right, and someone would come in for the Dolphins if Tua got hurt and they'd still be good. Yeah, it's a, but it's the same thing. I, I think I think you use that both ways, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like you can't. I don't think you can use that to say that's why Lamar should be first. Like I think because I think you could apply it both ways. I think people. I think because but one of them has Tyree Kill and one of them doesn't. I don't think. And I, one of them is just as good of a team as the other without Tyree Kill. I don't think that's... You get you get what I'm saying there. I get it, but I that's kind of a cop out to me. I feel like that's really like shorting what Tua's done. Tua has looked. Good. He is very. Uh, I know. I like, know. Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to short Tua. I'm just saying when, when I'm when I am I'm trying to think as an MVP voter, like like someone who actually has a say and who ends up being the MVP of the no, NFL. You're, you're trying to think on what you think an MVP VP voter should think like. What MVP voters actually think like is they look at they, they look at stats. Like that's that's what they do. They don't watch a lot of these MVP guys. MVP vote like. The, the ones that decide who's the MVP of the league, are you're saying all they do is they look at stats. I, I mean, predominantly... If you think that's all they look at, then I guess you're right. But I, I no, truly no, it's do not, not believe that's why. It's not all I they look at, but it, pr- they predominantly will lean on who's the most productive NFL quarterback to decide who the MVP is. Typically. That's probably... I mean, Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP last year if that were the case. Yeah. But Holmes ended up being the QB1 because Hurts was hurt for, I think, a game or two towards the end of the season, but Hertz should have statistically from a points per game perspective, he was a quarterback one and he by far and away had more rushing upside. He did have more. Rushing so who, upside. so who should have won MVP? If you say that the MVP voters vote based off the of statistics, then Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP last year. I, I don't think so. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was top five in passing yards and passing touchdowns. He was statistically fine. Right. And Jalen Hurts was statistically better from a points per game perspective. I mean, let's see. He was now. Some would have said he granted. As, I mean, would have won a, MVP if he'd stayed healthy for the last two games of the season. But I don't think it was enough because they weren't playing for anything, anyways. I don't think it was enough to really be the deciding factor. The difference, obviously, is the rushing upside. The, well, what, what, no, for me, what was the difference? One of them had AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas got it, ridiculous weapons around him. The other one had Kelsey and no Tyree Kill. It looked the resume looked a lot better for Mahomes last year based off of what he had offensively than what Jalen Hurts had supporting him. Here's the other you thing. You get what I'm saying? MVP voters which look is, at though, which is, is why people favored Mahomes. Here's the other thing MVP voters look at though is sometimes it's just a cop out. Like You told me they just looked at stats. Well, no, I said they predominantly look at stats. Okay. That's that's literally exactly what I said. Okay. Yeah. But again, Mahomes, it was kind of a cop out. Jalen Hurts honestly probably should have won MVP last year if you if it were my vote probably although I'm happy Mahomes won it 
But it was kind of a cop-out because there wasn't, like, I don't think Jalen Hurts was a clear leader because, again, from a passing perspective, he wasn't as good as Mahomes. So you have to balance the impact you have on the team, like, from a passing perspective. Okay, but from but if it's only based off of passing production, then that's kind of my point. Then it's the quarterback award. It's not the MVP award. But we know that. That's exa- You're exactly right. It is the quarterback award. When was the last time that somebody that was not a quarterback won Adrian MVP? Peterson. In 2012. Right. Yeah. And before Which is, that, I mean, people was, had, CMC was, was an early. In 06, I think. Yeah. CMC was a, uh, really through the first six weeks of the season, he was an early, early season favorite uh, yeah, to win MVP. More touchdowns, like, in the first six weeks. Yeah, he was on pace. But even the year Aaron Rodgers won, like, they literally just didn't have anybody to give it to. Because Aaron Rodgers, like, the year before, he was legit the MVP. The year after, it was like. It's it's that proves it's a QB award. Yeah. Since I, I absolutely agree with that. It's definitely a QB award. Two thousand and after you have Marshall Folk, um, Sean Alexander, LT, and AP. Those are the only only players that are not quarterbacks to win. Yeah. Since so it's not going to happen. The twenty twenty one season was uh, that was a year Kyler was an early season favorite because he was playing super well, and then they kind of fell off a bit, right? Because that was a year they were super good. Yeah. Yes. Or they were supposed to be super good, then they then they fell off. Colts beat them on Christmas. They ended up like eleven and five. Got totally schooled by the Rams. That was the Rams year. So Stafford, I think, was he was a he was an MVP favorite. I think that year, but he wasn't consistent enough. Yeah, he had a couple games where he didn't look very good. I think if it were being decided on who's more of a dynamic playmaker, it'd absolutely be Lamar. And Lamar's definitely like stretching plays. His red zone play has been fantastic. He, Did but, you see that one throw? He, uh, I think it was to Andrews. I think it was the Andrews touchdown. Which game? So it was just this last week they were playing the Cardinals, where he went back. He he leaned back on his left foot, and he basically looked there. There was a there was a lineman right in front of him and his head was on the left side of the lineman he looked over on the left and he threw the ball on the right side of the lineman like flicked it yes, around it that. was unbelievable like yeah. that was crazy he's definitely been the flashiest playmaker this yeah, year and i'm and not saying that's why he's mvp i was just that was a total side note like well, I, I, I mean i think if you, if you, think if you watch play. the i think if you watch both games i think you look at lamar and be like yeah that guy's the best player he clearly is a better quarterback than tua like i i, I think that 100 percent but this, I just don't want to discount Tua for what he's done this yeah. season because Tua has mainly just kind of hung out in the pocket, and but he's been the best passer in the league. So if it really is statistically, a, yeah. So if I'm no, like yeah, yeah. But that's what defines being the best passer in the league. It's it's, it's statistics. What else would you? Who would you argue as a better passer this year? I mean, I I think Patrick Mahomes is a better overall passer. Well, yeah, but I I'm think, talking. But this year, you think Patrick Mahomes has been as good a passer as Tua this year? I mean, probably not. No, I don't think so. I think two has been the best passer in the league. Like, he, if he's, you're talking again, if you're talking statistically, no. Yeah, statistic. No, statistically um, this year. But again, I don't know how else. Like, what else do you judge it on? How how they look when they're passing the ball? Like, I think I think that's a statistical like thing. I think you were talking about who's the best passer. Like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't lead the league in passing every single year. In fact, I I don't know how many times he even ever did outside of those couple MVP seasons. No, it was, but you. You labeled Aaron Rodgers as pretty much objectively the best passer in the league. True, right? right. Yeah, and it wasn't because of his yardage. Yeah, no, no. no. If it we're was saying, because if of we're saying the it best was because passer of his in the ability, league. like it was his ability as a quarterback to make things happen that no one else in the league really could make happen. Yeah, because if you asked me so, who the best passer in the league was, I would say Holmes. Yeah, pretty easily. Right. But like, if you ask me who's been the best passing quarterback this year so far, I'd be like, it's been Tua so far. 
from us. And yeah, the statistical argument makes up probably 80% of that. But that's really all you can look at on a year-to-year basis. Now, who has the most arm talent? Who's been the most consistent? Who has the best track record? It's it's definitely Mahomes. But two's been good. I'll fight for Tua, baby. I loved I like Tua. I think I think I'll, I'll I think keep, he's um, I think he's fairly underrated too. Like he's been, done nothing but perform <laughs> since he's been in the NFL for the most part. Yeah, no, I agree. There's um it's been nice to see him do so well after well well it's funny it, it's funny how people flip on Tua too because yes, they do. there there are definitely some loud, very loud like pro Tua people out there that are kind of over the top. Like last year they were saying Tua was MVP. I was like, okay, yeah, like, let's let's stupid. chill. And, and if we're being realistic, I don't really know if maybe Tua does win MVP this year. Maybe he eventually does and I look like an idiot, but like I don't I truly don't believe he'll be able to win MVP until Tyreek is gone because everyone will always have that question. But like it was funny to see how many people flipped and are pro to and now like crazy and they were the same people that hated him and wanted the Dolphins to trade for Deshaun and look where the Browns are at now compared to the Dolphins no but you would agree that Tua should be in the MVP conversation you probably convinced me because I I don't um, I don't think you'd look like an idiot when I when I was thinking of MVPs to, to be completely honest Tua was not Tua has not been on my mind for MVP. Tua to it's me. Been, it's been Lamar, it's been Tyreek, and it's been, I mean, just Mahomes because Mahomes is Mahomes. And everyone will always say from now on, true. the reason Mahomes is always going to be an MVP favorite is because since Tyreek Hill left, like, they're only 6-2. and two. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Because of him, their defense is so dang good, though, and their offense hasn't been good. So I don't think ultimately this year. It's not Mahomes I don't think he'll win MVP. No, he shouldn't. Um, he, he their defense really, has really been carrying. So I, I'm ultimately I'm surprised that Mahomes is leading the leading well, the charge because for they're MVP. obviously projecting him to get back on track. Like right. And they're all. I mean, it's, and it's to be fair, Mahomes, like, to be fair, if you look historically year in and year out at the MVP odds and the favorites at the halfway mark compared to the end of the season and who actually ends up winning. I mean, some of those guys aren't even on the radar. Yeah. I mean, like Joe Burrow, I, I kind of was saying it earlier, kind of jokingly, like Joe Burrow could come and end up winning MVP. Is, I think that's actually possible. Like Joe Burrow could be the hottest dude, QB by the end of the season. This doesn't make any sense. One, two, three, four. Aaron Rodgers is sixth in these odds. And this is live. That's outdated. This is, no, it's live odds. This this is live like sport books. Is that odds for comeback player of the year? It's 2023 NFL MVP odds. This is from Vegas Insider. This is updated November 2nd, 3.42 p.m., and this is a combination. Of, so this is FanDuel. So like, let's go to FanDuel and look at this. That won't let me. Frick. Stupid betting websites. Well, on that topic of conversation, though, who do you think wins comeback player of the year? Uh, Demar Hamlin. It's got to be Hamlin, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they're not giving it to anybody Okay, else. but oh, let, let's say this. If Hamlin your, wasn't there. Your personal comeback player of the year, that isn't Demar Hamlin. Give me some options. I'm trying to think who so I So Rodgers is obviously going to be the most popular one. If he comes I would, back, right? I mean? actually, this is kind of sneaky too, but I would put Lamar in there as a comeback player of the year because he's been struggling with injury the last couple seasons, and he has not only looked better this year, but literally taken his QB play to another level that like we didn't even see the first year he won MVP. There's a case. Ow. The the one year he won MVP, um 
if you say it's only for passing, I mean, he was not even close to the best passer in the league. Who? At Lamar, the first year he won MVP in yeah, 2019. But, but, oh, my gosh. But, but he was so The he was rushing so was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and he. To be fair, he's not on. He's not at that level of rushing anymore. He never like, will be again, and he never will be. But this is why it's so crazy to see how good of a passer he's become. Oh, he's a very good passer. I would almost put him as most improved. Um, man, who's really like so most improved out this or, year? or most improved or comeback player? Or sorry, comeback player. Yeah. yeah. So comeback. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know, man. I really, I really don't know it. I think are it's. Any, are there any defensive guys? <sighs> Didn't TJ Watt get hurt last year? Yeah, but he came back at the but end of the he season. He came back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly like. I can't tell you any. I think it's just gonna be Hamlin. <laughs> yeah. Brees would be a good one. Yes. If if Brees yeah, like goes right. crazy, that would be a yeah. good one. Yes. But that's a good one. Offensive rookie of the year. Are you giving it to Puka? They usually like to give it to QBs. So Do you far, think it'll go with Stroud? So far, Stroud so will be far, the favorite. The QBs are always a favorite. It's Stroud so far, yeah. At the end of the season, it'll probably be it will probably be Stroud. That's a safe one because it's a QB. It's almost a QB award. Like when there's right. a good QB, they give it to right. a QB. So they yeah. were like forced to not give it to one last defensive year. Defensive rookie, they couldn't of the year? give it to pick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who's your defensive rookie of the year so far? Um. Oh. Jalen Carter has been unreal, but he won't get it because he's on such a good defense. I say, I'd probably still go Witherspoon. I think it would have been Christian Gonzalez had he not gotten hurt. Yeah, but he's hurt. I know. So, Witherspoon. Um, be Michael McFadden. Man. <laughs> Michael McFadden. Dude, he's been super good. Yeah. He legit has. I, I know. Is he, is he a rookie? I can't remember. Was it last year or this year that he went? Oh, Michael McFadden is it's a, he's a rookie this year. That's what I thought. Okay. You are correct. My pick would be Witherspoon there as my mid-season prediction. I, I think that's, I, I think that's I think, probably safe. I think he's going to be key in Seattle making a run at the, in the second half of the year. I mean, they're already, what, 5-2, and 6-2? and two. Yeah. Um, so the offensive player of the year is going to be Tyreek if he doesn't win MVP. Absolutely. By far. Hands down. And the defensive yeah. player of the year Which, is- uh, again... Again, that's that's why it's so frustrating. If an offensive player of the year, if you're debating for MVP between three different quarterbacks in Tyreek Hill, and then you give offensive player of the year to Tyreek Hill and yeah. not a second QB, that's so then that's stupid. like that right there it shows you, you that they don't they want to give it to a quarterback for MVP. Yeah, it's not fair, dude. Like, <laughs> who's your defensive player of the year? We we'll probably have the same one. Um. My defensive player of the year has got to be. Um, why can I not think of it? I couldn't think of his name. Uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, it's my, it's by far. It's he's running away with by it, far, in my opinion. Bosa Does, popular because of a repeat. Aaron no. Donald's always up there. Aaron Donald's not been um, the defensive player of the year this year. Yeah, no, I'm saying going into this year, you're, yes. those were your favorites. So yeah. Miles Garrett was up. He's there. He's been underwhelming though. Like. Nick Bosa was up there. Uh, Donald is always going to be. Top five. You know, you know who second um, should be. It might should be Miles Garrett, and there should be Zaire Franklin. <laughs> Linebackers rarely get Defensive Player of the Year, though. I know it's rarely. It's it's, kinda, it's, it's usually stupid. it's usually defense or uh, number one corner. Yes. When was the last time a safety won Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, Palomalu or Sanders, probably. Yeah, one of the two. Well, did uh, did Jamal Jamal Adams was really good, but he didn't get it, did he? I'm gonna look, but I don't. Did think he so. get it? I don't think he did. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna look. Cause I'm gonna see how good my memory is on that. 
because he would have been the last if he'd gotten it. Safety, last one was Paul Amalu, and then Sanders. All right. yeah. 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 So, And then before that was Ed Reed. Right. And then before that, there wasn't one. It's like, and the last one before that was 1984, and yeah. it was Kenny Easley. They love giving it to tackles and DNs. They deserve it, man. Yeah, they so like it. the last. Oh, another guy that I don't think will, until he ends up somewhere else, hopefully he stays with this team because he's such a game wrecker. Chris Jones deserves so much more respect than he gets, and he never will win the award because he plays with Mahomes. I mean, so does DeForest Buckner. Like, it's it's just well, he's not on a big market team. I know he doesn't get enough publicity. He People doesn't even he doesn't get enough. publicity nor respect. Like he yeah. should get both. He is. Imagine if he were still on the Niners. Like what he would. Well, he he wouldn't win it then because he'd be playing with Bosa. Right. Um. He truly single handedly wins games. He's crazy. I know. He's unreal. Dang, it's crazy that Gilmore won it four years ago. I know. And where he's at now. I, I mean, he's, he's been good. He's been. But he's I, like a solid. Here's quarter, here's my like, thing with Gilmore. Like. From what I've seen from him over the last three years, like between Carolina, uh, his last in at New England before he got traded, and then obviously the Colts last year and the Cowboys, I'm like, he's a really good corner. Yeah. He, he's a really good corner, but when I watch him play, I'm like trying to imagine how how did he get defensive player of the year? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it, it, it was, just it feels like it was so far just, away. But part of that, I think he was part, so part of when he but part of it is the scheme too. He's playing in Belichick's defense. Well, that was the year they won the Super so Bowl. So it right? made him look, yes. And it made him look Was it nineteen that he won it? Yes. If it was nineteen, it was the year after they won the Super Bowl. Because that was the year they ended up going down to they lost to Tennessee in the playoffs oh in twenty nineteen. Because no, it was Brady's last year there. Yes. Yes. It, but it, you think about it though, like New England's top corners still get notoriety because the scheme is so good. Like, yeah, of course, they they have good corners there, but they're consistently shutting down top wide receivers because of Belichick's scheme, and so it makes the cornerbacks look really good. That's right. part of the reason Gilmore won it. Yeah. I mean, Gilmore was great. And why Gonzalez will always look good. There. And why Gonzalez is always – he's probably going to be a very popular pick for defensive player of the year, in my opinion, in yeah. the coming years. Yeah. As long as Belichick's there. Yeah. Do you hear the rumor that the commanders are trying to hire him? I did hear that. That's bullcrap to me. You know well, they dude, signed if him. he if he went there, oh. he'd be an upgrade from Riverboat. He'd make Rod. Howell like <laughs> he'd make Howell like the ultimate game manager. Howell's basically doing everything that they want Mac Jones to do with rushing. So, so do you think they're going to stick with Howell? If Belichick goes there, yeah, why not? If Belichick goes there, then they're going to be in a position where they're never going to be able to. Drop I mean, I wasn't even considering it as a realistic possibility that he'd even go there, but if he does, though, they're yeah. going to be stuck with Howell because they'll never be able to get a QB. <laughs> All right, we should wrap it up. I think we're over an hour. Are we really? We got, I, I thought we, we started like early three. Early, no, I'm early pretty sure we started. O'clock. Well, maybe it was. I, I I remember looking at the very beginning. It was like three fourteen, but it, we had already been going for like five minutes. All right, we did we did deviate from fantasy there for a minute, but it was good. Discussion. It's a good discussion. I like. We don't talk about that stuff enough. I know. And I, I think people like it. I know. I love talking about that because people about fan, people in fantasy care about that too. Yeah, they know people who are die hard enough fantasy to listen to us talk yeah. about it. We're going to be big, big football fans. So. Side note on defense, though. Uh, defense. The the rookie so far from 2023, Tyree Wilson has been, like, so quiet. He's done absolutely nothing. True. He, I mean, he was thought to maybe even go higher than he ended up going. I think he went sixth or seventh. And he went seventh overall to I, the Raiders. I, don't know. I think Anderson's been pretty he, good. He went ahead of Jalen Carter. Yeah. And Jalen Carter should have gone top six. He should have gone that was well without stupid. the off the field stuff. He should have gone top three. Yeah, and Anderson has been good. Yeah, I think he's been Anderson's a little bit under been, the rim, but he's he's, he's been pretty looked good. good. Yeah. Well, I I think they would have been talking about him more on a bad team if Stroud weren't playing so well. Stroud's ridiculous. Stroud has kind of taken it off, but the last couple of games he's been he's been more 
like a rookie, not which is not bad. He's yeah. just been more like a rookie. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he'll, he'll get better, though. For our exclusive content, head over to flockfantasy.com slash domain. Use code domain. You get 30% off the entire site, and you get our rankings for Redraft and Dynasty. You get all of our exclusive articles. You get in our Discord. We talk about fantasy all the time and a bunch of other things. If you do the mother flock tier, you get a team blueprint for your team or a team podcast for your Redraft team. Like I said, flockfantasy.com slash domain and choose the mother flock tier when you sign up. Appreciate you guys listening. We're still going to do these podcasts as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, been fun, and we're going to try to do one next week. Hopefully, we'll see you then. Have a fun week, nine. Everybody enjoy the football. We'll see you later. Bye.